0: Hello, thanks for tuning in to Donna's Daily Dose. My name is Donna Grace, and I'm here with 61-year-old mother for Mrs. A. Today, we will be discussing how personal experiences can impact individual views on the use of pharmaceuticals and America's current drug-taking culture. Mrs. A, how many prescription pills are you currently taking on a daily basis?
1: Oh, hello. It's good to be here. Uh, right now, I'm currently taking five medications.
0: Do you know what each one of these medications are for and their possible side effects?
1: I do know what they're for, and as far as side effects,
0: um, not really. Are you aware of the current and correct instructions in which you are supposed to take these pills? Well, I've been taking them for years, so I'm assuming I'm taking them the right way. I just ask this question because, personally, I'm on levothyroxine, and even though I know you are supposed to take it in the morning on an empty stomach, I've been taking it since second grade, right before I went to bed, And I feel as if I have a sense of control and power over my medication routine in this case, and I've never changed it from taking it at nighttime. So even though I know what you're supposed to do, it doesn't mean I follow it. Um, And this goes for many people. Are you aware of the term polypharmacy?
1: I've never heard of the term polypharmacy.
0: Well, polypharmacy is the use of five or more drugs on a daily basis. And in many people over the age of 60, polypharmacy can cause many issues. It can lead to increased need for hospitalization, higher fall risk, and even higher chance of adverse effects. As someone who is over 60 and takes five pills a day, do you see how it would be possible to confuse some of these these effects with aging?
1: I do, now that you mention it.
0: So do you feel as a patient then that your prescribing physician is providing you with all the necessary information for you to be compliant with your medication routine? I can
1: not say so. I've been taking these medications for years, and we haven't gone over anything new lately.
0: Yeah, so data actually shows that the biggest factor leading to harm from polypharmacy is that doctors are not explaining the medications they prescribe in depth, and many patients are not prepared to ask questions. In addition, many patients believe that their physicians are experts, and therefore the patient just takes and does whatever the physician says. So if there are any physicians listening, what would you recommend in order, um, you know, to make your drug experience easier
1: well i think it's important to go over each medication talk about side effects and seeing if they all work harmoniously with each other and to take into account aging
0: yeah so i know just for me being a nursing school i often see physicians using medical jargon that commoners wouldn't understand um and often once the physician leaves the room the patient looks at me You know, all flustered, all confused, and they say that they have no idea what they were just talking about for the past 30 minutes. And that requires me to have to, you know, go over teaching again with them. So I really think it's important that healthcare professionals realize that they need to make sure their patient is understanding the teaching and that they're using the correct means that their patient can understand. Going off of this, many people misuse drugs, often unintentionally. For example, um, drug misuse could be giving someone else a prescription pill that was not prescribed for them. Can you think of a time where you did this and what your intentions were?
1: Well, now that you mention it, I just recently gave my husband an unused prescription of antibiotic that I had just sitting in my drawer. I think he was suffering from a sinus infection, and I thought if he took them, it would make them all better.
0: So, yeah, so you misuse drugs unintentionally. Um, A lot of people misuse drugs on purpose. But one thing I want to get back to is remember that when a physician is prescribing a medication for their patient, they only have that specific patient in mind, so it could be extremely dangerous to give someone else pills that weren't prescribed for them. Back on the topic of um misusing drugs on purpose, I was informed that your son struggles with opioid addiction.
1: Yes, I do have a son who suffers.
0: If you don't mind, can you tell me a little bit about how his addiction has impacted your view on drugs and the pharmaceutical system overall?
1: Well, it all started out so innocently. He was injured, had surgery, he was taken the pain medication. But as it started going through a lot of time, uh, I could see that he was misusing and it turned into be a big thing.
0: So with your close experience with addiction, do you believe that our drug taking culture is more beneficial or harmful overall?
1: Well, I think for a lot of reasons it's beneficial. It's very good. It helps people get better from their ailments.
0: Yeah, I have to be an optimist on this topic as well. Um, Over the past four years when I've been in the hospital, I mean, I've seen so many people's lives been saved. I've seen deathly ill cancer patients be able to ring the bell signaling them being cancer free due to these pharmaceuticals. So um, do you believe that if we got rid of drugs altogether, people would still be addicted to something else?
1: Well, definitely. I mean, it's all about addictive personality and. I'm sure they would find something else.
0: I have to agree with you. Lastly, I really want to hear about your thoughts on society and how it's impacted how you handle incidences with your son. So stigma exists and data actually shows that males are more likely to be labeled as a drug addict when associated with opioid use um, and have an overall higher stigma, whereas females who struggle with opioid addiction are more likely to be labeled as just having an opioid use disorder. How does this make you feel?
1: Yeah, some drug
0: yeah, so personally, I think the first order of business for our country is to get rid of the stigma. Addiction is a brain disease. Um, you wouldn't look at a cancer patient and tell them just get over it. So how come someone with a different diagnosis, you know, is told this on a daily basis? Um, you know, is there anything you would say to your son if he was listening right now?
1: Just that we support him. We will do anything we can to make it all better and that we recognize the fact that it is a disorder.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I think we hit a lot of things, you know, right on the head today. And, you know, I'm just going to leave you with the thought that, you know, we need to do all the things we can to get rid of stigma and really make people aware of what this disease is. So thanks for coming on today. I've really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you for having me.